Hey everyone. everyone. Welcome to Too Legit to QT, where you can get it done with Tish and become the best version of yourself with me, Koya. Today we are so excited because we have Just Isaac, who is a six-time winning Canadian boxing champion, actor, motivational speaker, and now author. Welcome to the show, Isaac. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, we are so excited to talk to you today. Um, you know, I was a fitness boxer. I just have to put it, <laughs> put it out there. Okay. Okay. And Tish knows this. I actually trained um, with um, John Island Boxing in the San Francisco Bay Area. So shout out to okay. John. I love him. And then in New York, uh, let's see. Um, oh, Brotherhood Boxing Gym. They're my family. I trained with them for a few years, but I was a fitness boxer. So I just like worked out with the people who were training for the Golden Globe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. And it was such a like male dominated masculine environment. I didn't even realize that. Like, the, and they just said whatever. They just were like, da -da 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 -da, and they called me D because yeah. no, nobody could remember my name. It's Darkoy. <laughs> you said they called you D. D for dangerous, huh? Hey, I mean, yes, you know, yes. What, what, what was your what was your combo? What was your favorite combo? Ah. Uh, I really liked like one, two, three, hook, duck, duck, one, two, three, hook, duck, duck. Yeah, yeah. that was my, that was my move. I just felt like I was really in the zone when I did that. <laughs> I'm at title. I'm at title boxing. I'm at a commercial boxing gym right now too. It's just fun for okay. me. I'm not going to get into that with you pros. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm a fitness boxer. I'm a fitness boxer. But, you know, the thing about boxing is I don't think people really understand. It teaches you so much about discipline. I know people do martial arts and it that teaches a lot of discipline. But yeah. boxing, people who train, I mean, they are serious. You guys are serious about your diet, your mm -hmm. regimen. Not only do you practice in the gym, but you also like have to like do your cardio outside of doing like your combinations. Um, you know, you really don't drink that much. I know even when you guys are going into like um, into a match, you know, like your coach is like, don't do this. Don't associate with this person. Uh -huh. Don't do that. So it's really hardcore. And I can see how all of those like skills that you learn translated probably into your career for motivational speaking and acting. So can you tell us a little bit about how a, how a boxer got into acting and then now, you know, now you've like authored a whole book. <laughs> right, right. Well, fighting has always been a part of my life, right? It, you know, I've, I've been, you know, ever since I was a kid. I started, it's funny you you mentioned Miss uh, Martial Arts. Cause I started off with martial arts um, at the age of six. You know, I was six years old when I first started, and uh, you know, taking Taekwondo, some you know, some Jiu Jitsu, some Muay Thai, you know, and um, so I went I went into to boxing. Always, you know, always in sports and entertainment my my whole life. I mean, my dad, my dad, um, and my mom both both my parents were involved in music. You know, they traveled mm. North America. My dad was um, in a band called New World Productions. He was a lead singer. Played oh, Congo. Wow. Played the hey. Congo. Oh. <laughs> you know, that, was, that was around the Rick James era. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. the funk era. And and mom, she she sang uh back up for a lot of, you know, prestigious bands and 
you know, so I've always been around music. But as far as acting is concerned, I've always, even since I was a kid, I always wanted to be an actor. Always mm-hmm. wanted to be. And then um, I got involved with it, you know, a few years back. And, um, you know, I've, I've landed some lead roles and had an opportunity to work with great people. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to what's happening in the future. I mean, right now I'm, I'm, I'm in training, like coding, with a man by the name of Frank Caruso. Mm, he's got yeah. over a hundred films. This dude is, man, he's a beast. And he, he coaches at least once a week, you know, and we get in the content. So just sharpening my acting, my acting skills because we have some projects that are coming up in the very near future. So that's what That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know. I love life, that. Life should be exciting, you know, it, despite circumstances and adversity and obstacles you know, life should be exciting. You know, we're in the midst of a pandemic and, and many people are um, kind of lost. And you know what, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was lost in the beginning of the pandemic. I was mm. I was lost for a week, a good week. I was down because I was actually supposed to be out your way, out on the West Coast, because I, I was offered a television show to host a oh. television show. So oh. what happened when the, the pandemic hit, I, I was I was stuck for a minute, and and when I say stuck, I wasn't just talking physically. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I really wanted to do this. I'm looking forward to this, but you know, um, in that process, that was a process that I was involved in. You know, the process of adversity. There, we we're gonna go through things. It was one week I was down, and then I had to eat my own words, ladies. I had to eat my own words. I'm like, how can I be a hypo- a hypocrite? If, if I continue on this way. So I went for one week, I was down, like, I mean, down. Like, I felt like my whole world had crashed, you know, and I went into prayer and I, and I just started focusing in. And I said, you know, I, I knew the words that I said to other people was, you know, we need to have a purpose that's greater than ourselves. Mm. That's when I began to write. And um, Think Fearlessly was birthed out of adversity. Oh, and that, wow, your book. Yeah, and but I, I, that's really interesting when you say that. Um, say how has your how has your back your boxing background helped you with your mentality? I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm gonna tell you something about boxing. I mean, if if you if a person doesn't believe that they're going to be humble, they've been deceived already. You know, um, <laughs> going into boxing, you know, I've had over 100 fights in the ring. I mean, I'm thankful mm. that I can talk. I can still talk. I can still have a conversation. But boxing has, um, as far as the discipline is concerned, and you know what's something that I find really interesting is that people have a perception of a lot of fighters. They, they say, like, you know, if a fighter says, I'm the best ever, or I'm the greatest, or, you know, um, I'm, I, I am this or I am that, um, I believe that, the the world's perception of of many fighters, and this is not just in the fight game, but I think in life in general, is that um, we feel that when we look at someone, we understand the total dynamics of of how they're navigating. Now, mm. when it comes to boxing, for instance, you know, I had to um, I had to train, and I'm going to tell you, like, when there were days I didn't want to train. There's fighters, there's fighters, I guarantee you, the a common factor with with fighters that are at the elite level 
is that there are days when we don't want to train. We don't want to do it, but we do it anyway. That mm -hmm. is, that my humble opinion is humility because you, we, that means you have to live by the truth. You have to speak the truth and live by it. So if, if, if I believe that, you know, um, I'm going to excel or I am excelling, you know, it, it may come off as boisterous, you know, but um, I believe that the words that we speak have future implications. So when Ali was mentioning, he said, I am the greatest, right? <laughs> and I was, Ali was doing what he was doing. I believe that Ali, he actually spoke and encouraged himself to do what mm -hmm. he wanted to do in life. You know? and now everybody calls Ali the greatest. Floyd, Floyd Money May, he said, I'm the best ever. You know, there's going to come a day, I believe, that in, through his, I mean, he's going into history. You can't deny what he's done. And I believe that takes humility in order to excel or, you know, at the elite level. It takes so it, it has poured into every aspect of my life because I have to be real with myself. I have to look myself in the mirror and say, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing right now? Mm. Are you mm. are you putting your 100 percent all in? Are you faking? Mm. You know, I can't, mm. I, can't, I can't look myself in the mirror and be like, you know, if I'm not doing and putting in the time that I'm supposed to put in, um, I have to encourage myself on a continual basis. And we have to surround ourselves around people that are like minded, that understand, mm -hmm. you know, the power of words. Okay. You know? Can I, uh, 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 just a follow up question for that? You know, there are people out there who just don't know how to even start with that. You know, like they want to get to a point, like what you're saying, where they are giving 100% in themselves in every area of their life, including their fitness, including their, you know, careers. What advice would you give that person? Because there's a lot of people out there, they want to do that. You know, they have the- I want to do that. I want to get my workout life together because every, let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Everybody, even Will Smith talked about it with his like photo like this of like getting <laughs> yeah. out of shape in the pandemic. And I think it's also um, really interesting too, because even super like highly ambitious people, you know, you operate at a high level, you know? So the pandemic kind of like took everybody out and just put but, them- but not, but not just the pandemic. I mean, I just also believe that you have people who want to function at a high level and they just don't know where to start. And I just, for, for anybody out there, not just people who were functioning and had at a high level or who were affected by the pandemic, what advice would you give that person who I just would, wants to start to function at in that mentality yeah, space? Yeah, I would absolutely say, um, stop trying to figure everything out. You know, we, we can't figure everything out. You know, how is it going to work? How is it going to work? Okay, sometimes it's not meant for us to understand how the whole thing is going to work, but just start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Start, whatever it is. And, you know, if there's something that, that we desire to do, we, we have to become active. You know, it's like a breakthrough. What's a breakthrough? A breakthrough, it starts off with like, if you want to break through a wall, you get a, little, you get a hammer and you tap on it. And you might see a little opening. Then that opening becomes, you know, there's little openings all around. And then you begin to see light, more and more light shining through. Eventually, as, as we break through, the way to break through is to, um, is, to, is to little chips at a time, if that's what it takes. 
And eventually, we're going to get through the walls, the walls of adversity, the walls of obstacles. The obstacles are in our thought life. You know, I believe, and this is um, within the book, Think Fairly, and this is pertaining to your question, is that um, we have an army that we're going against. It's not an external army uh, necessarily all the time. Sometimes it's just within us. The voices that tell us, you know, we can or the voices that tell us we can't. The battle is it's an army, and we have to learn how to speak over the voices of discouragement, the, the voices that tries to derail, the voices that tries to discourage. We have to, we have to be able to, you know, um, our awareness, when we have an awareness of what's transpiring intrinsically, that means inward, in the mind, when we have a, 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 an idea of what transpired, you know how we find out what is transpiring mentally is when we feel something in our emotional state. You ever sit around all of a sudden and you feel like, man, I don't know why I just feel down. Mm. What's, happening, what's happening is we, we're meditating and meditation is allowing a thought to roll around in our mind. Mm. Meditation cause manifestation. Whatever mm. it is that you're meditating mm. on, it will cause a manifestation. Of and course. listen, I'm not going to lie to you, man. There's days when I struggle as well. Hey, I can relate to Will. <laughs> I can relate to Will Smith when he, he said the cupboard's right there. So, <laughs> but, but, no, I mean, hey, I love my cookies. <laughs> I love my cookies. I love my cookies. Okay? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I love my cookies. But the thing is, um, when we have a purpose that's greater than ourselves, then we can deal with the temptation to fall back or to be discouraged or to, to down ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. we have to be able to speak good things over our life and we have to have we have to have people around us that are speaking life into us, that are speaking mm -hmm. on the same frequency or a frequency that is not in hindrance to what it is that you were called to be, our destiny, our, our, our life God-given assignment. Whatever it is that, that we are called to be in life, we have to be mindful of the people that are around us because people can be very discouraging or very oh, yeah. encouraging. You know? so, so my advice would be start somewhere. Do it. There you go. And we tell people that on the show, just start as well. Yeah. Um, I'm curious though, but just, just one more thing, just to piggyback off of what you're saying. We have this book book that we read called Switch on Your Brain. And okay. it's it talks it talks about how how scientifically, because she's a scientist, how scientifically your thoughts can impact your behavior. It is a like it is a scientific and a biblical thing to where your thoughts really impact the way that you move and and it's it's almost like a neuro a neurological thing so you have to train your thoughts also so that you can manifest the <laughs> ability yeah. to, to move yeah. so i just want to tell people there also everybody thinks it starts with action some it, it starts with training the mind Training right. the mental your your mentality, and if you can't even do the action, just start with training your mind every single day. If you could just start there, 
then you'll be able to pick up an action because I've started things a lot of times. And sometimes with the mindset, I'm just like, okay, like I just, I just can't. I just yeah. can't. And I'm that's everybody, guys. I just want to say that because you know how many times we started diets or we started a project or whatever. And we had um, a gentleman on um, a couple of weeks ago who talked about like sometimes it's okay not to finish things. And yes, it is. But oh, in order for you to finish things, you have to train your mind to comp- like you have to train your mentality that you're enough. You, you have the ability, you don't need outside resources just to start and just to begin somewhere. And then when you get to a point where you need to shift, recognize that point and don't be, you know, really don't like, don't be hard on yourself just because you don't have all the answers, you know, because there are people out there like just Isaac who have the experience and can help you shift when you get to a certain point. So I just want to tell our listeners out there that it's okay. It's okay yeah. if you don't have all the answers, but start with just positive, and I know it's hard in the pandemic, just a positive mindset. And that doesn't mean that you have to be overly positive. That just means that you have to reassure yourself that you're enough just to do enough that you can do. And so I just right. put that. That's good. That's really good. You know, we, we have a thing that's called a paradigm. A paradigm and, and a look, or a dimension. A dimension is a posture of thought. That's how we see things. We see the height, the width, the depth. We look at something and it's interesting how somebody can look at the same thing and someone else can see something different, two people. And, and, and what you were saying is, is, is right on. You know, the scripture says that what a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So our perception, mm-hmm. our perception of ourselves uh, can make a, a huge difference. I was just in a conversation with somebody um, that I highly respect. Um, I highly respect. And I I was talking and I, there was something that was within my book that, that was mentioned. And they said to me that, um, well, I don't understand why you would say in your book that you shouldn't even joke about yourself in a way that is degrading or that is, that is, that is low. And what I said was this, I said what, I explained it, I elaborated on it, and I had to interject and just say that if, if we take on words and we speak words out of our mouth, they said, well, I believe that when I say I'm stupid or I was dumb, that I mean something else. I said, okay, well, why don't you say something else? Mm. Why put a label? Because what's happening is our, our minds are so complex. I mean, the invisible complexities of the human mind, it can be simplified in some areas if we really look at how we create it. If we really look at, you know, um, simple principles like the words that we speak shape and mold our life. Don't mm-hmm. speak negative things over yourself. Okay, listen, you messed up. You, you made a mistake, but that does not make you a failure. Mm. I mess up continuously, and I have to remind myself I'm not a failure because I fail. I'm only a failure if I accept failure as final, you mm. know, and, and, and I don't believe that anybody on this line has done that because you've already attracted a new frequency. Being mm-hmm. on a show too legit to quit. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> a name, a name like that. There you What's go. 
out to you, man. A name like that, that's, that's, that says it right there. I mean, too legit to quit. How can we, why would we give in when we have access to so much life and life in abundance? Why would we give in? The only way we give in is if we didn't know. That's ignorant. That's just being, you know, I, I didn't know. There were things in life that I was ignorant about. I'll be honest with you, ladies. You know, at one point in my life, and, and there may be somebody listening to this that I didn't want to live. Mm-hmm. Even at one time, I, I can speak only about that because now I want to live because I have purpose. And there mm-hmm. may be somebody listening that you might not even feel like living. You feel like your life is, is there's no value in your life. But you know, you've been created. God has created you uh, to be extraordinary. You might not feel that way. It's because you have, you have lacked the awareness. You have lacked the cultivation. Activation, is, activation is easy. That's what's happening right now. But cultivation comes, we got to pick up a book and we got to start reading and understanding who we are so we can excel and make a difference in life and other people's lives, you know? Absolutely. You know, go ahead, Misty. Oh, um, I, everything that you're saying, you know, um, how you, you really, I, I look at, I'm an avid reader, like Tish knows. I love personal self-development. I'm also a motivational speaker. And um, it wasn't until I was in the Valley when I really made a commitment to my personal self-development because everything that you're talking about, um, I've been really getting really into like Newton's theory of motion, like um, objects in motion stay in motions and objects in at rest stay at rest. And I think that's even um, true for like our mindset. You know, if there's this continuous reframing of your thought patterns, because even like for me, like I'm in therapy and just even how my therapist tells me, like, I'm like, oh, I've done all this self growth and this work. And I think that I'm done with that. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. That's always going to be a thing because that's your auto default. That's never going to go away. These negative thoughts that creep in, um, that that's never going to happen. That's never going to stop happening. But the constant reframe, which is what both of you are talking about, the constant like conversation with yourself where you're going to allow your high vibrating self to speak over your low vibrating self, which is the best version of yourself. It's when it's allowing space for that to win out in that internal conversation. But it really starts with like understanding that it's a continuous process. It's it's and it's never done because we're continuous works in progress in constant transformation until we're dead. That's really the truth. (laughs) And it's really, if you look at most successful people, and this is the fact, you can look at any successful person, nine times out of 10, they are as great as they are because of the obstacles and the adversity that they've had to overcome. That is a fact. You look at Oprah, you look at even yourself, you know, um, you created this entire book in the pandemic. And I really like what you said earlier about having something bigger than yourself to focus on. Um, It seems like to me, like in the pandemic, you saw yourself going left and then you found something to really focus on, which is like, I'm going to create this book which is bigger than myself um tell us about the book because you kind of went into it but can you tell us a little bit about that 
And um, and also too, how you secure publishing because we have a lot of people. Tish also has a book, The Artist Panor. And we have so many people out there who watch the show and they're trying to figure out how do I get publishing? But first tell us about the book and then tell us about um, how you secure publish publishing for that. Okay, yeah. In response to all that you said, I was listening very attentively. And, and once growth stops, decaying begins. We're forever evolving and forever learning. And the minute that a person believes that they have arrived, have been deceived already. Mm. You know? And, and, and it's, it's all about growth and development. And it's all about un having an under, a greater understanding of life and its meaning. And um, the book, Think Fearlessly, I mean, there's chapter after chapter. There's a, there is um, the first chapter, which I could think of is, this is the, the book right here, Think Fearlessly. Okay. Uh, first chapter, the first chapter of the book, it deals with being free from the opinions. And what that is mean is being, do not be held hostage by someone else's opinion of you. We can't all, I can't allow myself to be held hostage by someone's opinion. Yeah, there's a thing called sound counsel. That's just good. Godly counsel, good. That's a good thing. Counsel is good at providing, it is inducive to the motion, you mentioned motion earlier, conducive to the motion towards our destiny. I believe that everything that exists within time is in motion and nothing is standing still, whether it's a motion towards destruction or a motion towards perfection. Everything is in motion within time. And there's a reason why, because we are headed in a direction. So then there's uncover and discover. Uncover and discover was kind of like the question that you, that you were talking, asking earlier about you know someone starting something and when we start stuff you know without being bound by fear the fear of the unknown or uncertainty we have an opportunity we have to think about um stepping out to um to uncover and discover as an opportunity when i went to uh when i went to atlanta man i mean i, I had an opportunity to try some some southern food i mean i i, I you get it up north too you get it in in new york you get it in I can make it in Canada, but I'm saying hospitality, you know, I was uncovering, discover the truth, the truth in giving and how to give, you know, how we got to give. This is all in the book. Um, the influence. Listen, this is what I want to stop on right here. Influence. Money doesn't run the world. Mm. Influence, I believe, runs mm. the world through through ideas. Ideas run the world. It's it's influence. This is not... Um, it's not so much. I mean, you look at a man that uh, that uh, that took over the world, almost took over the entire planet by his principle. Listen to this. He said, "Words are bridges. Words are bridges to regions unexplored." Now, I'm not in promotion of the the uh, the man himself. You know who that was that said that? Hitler. Hitler said that. Oh, words, <laughs> words are bridges to regions unexplored. Now, that principle is neutral in essence. It's neutral in essence and the application of that principle is what defines it as good or evil. So if we mm. can, can you imagine he took, he took almost took over the whole entire planet with that principle? Could you imagine what it would be like if somebody had great ideas that could propel people in the direction that's a good direction, embracing that principle, and implementing it and expressing it, the expression within life. Words are bridges to regions unexplored. That means that there is nothing that's impossible. There's no limitations. 
we put limitations on ourselves, we allow it to happen. We have allowed it to happen at times because of our childhood. You know, we were maybe we were told as a kid, you know, you you acting so stupid, you 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 can't you'll never be anything in life. See, I thought I would never be anything in life. I was told that as a kid too. But those are voices that we need to condemn. Those voices. We we tear those voices down. Punch through. We tear them down by replacing them with words that are conducive to us reaching our destiny. It's, it's so interesting that you talk about that because a lot of, you know, people who become extremely powerful in good or bad ways, when they understand just the basic, you know, the basic principles of humanity, like what makes people tick, what makes people move, what makes people, what makes them even powerful, they use that to get where they need to be at. And I think that I, what I also want to say to our listeners out there is, is that, you know, like we, we look at money and we look at, Instagram and we look at all these things and we think that these are the things like when people post these things and think it's, it's the humanity that people always are going to yeah. want to be associated with. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna want to be part of the humane part of who you are, and that's mm -hmm. where creativity lives. Creativity lives in your humanity. So mm -hmm. I really encourage people to really for themselves understand what makes you you. Understand and then use that in a very positive way to forward yourself, and that takes a little bit of self discovery. Ongoing, it's never gonna stop. It's never going to stop. And I'm, I'm a huge believer. I did this interview um, for the Digital Journal, and they asked me, what is the chapter of my life? And I said, innovation. And, and it's because I believe that innovation is key to ever, to, to, ever to, to ongoing change. Like, you always have to be creative. You always have to be innovative. You always have to think, how can I, for myself, be able to change the world or change the dynamic or create a story untold. So I, I just want to also, I'm going ranting, but I just I just want people to know out there that you have stories like all of us that even though they may seem similar to other people, people are gonna to wanna to touch base with your humanity. They're gonna to wanna to know about you. We tell the same stories over and over again in different ways in different ways that's the power of words that's the power of creativity and that's the power of humanity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i really i really dig your your philosophical views your your too legit to quit no it is it, running in line it's running in line you know um with um the, the soul of the motion towards perfection, the way that you're speaking, you know, it, you're speaking in a frequency. We speak in everything that exists within time is energy. You know, nothing mm. is nothing. Nothing is standing still. Everything is is moving, as I mentioned earlier. And um, you know, the more that we learn, I believe that there's an acceleration that takes place when we learn. Not just the more that we learn, but when we're learning the right things. We're, 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 we're actually, you know, being fed what it is that, that we need, to, you know, 
to become part of our belief system. The first process is entering into the mind. You know, when we receive information, we process the information. And then the information finds a place in our heart. The heart and the mind are two different compartments. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the mind is where we process things. The yeah. heart is where it becomes part of our belief system. Amen. That's the soul. That's the soul. That's the soul. So this is why we need to be mindful of um, of what it is that we take on as our belief system, because that's what shapes and forms our life. Our mm. life, whatever it is that is in our life, it's because of our unconscious state. So if we look at, if I look at my life, if you look at your life, our life is a reflection of our thoughts. The right. inward, the yeah. inward thoughts in the inward parts. So this is the importance of us filling our minds with good things. You know, we have to move. If we ever want to be in people, we have to move beyond the mundane, the mediocre, and, and we have to go beyond, you know, you know, just um, doing what is not conducive to us achieving our destiny or reaching our destiny. And I believe that it should involve helping people. Whatever our vision or our purpose is, it, there has to be the component of helping people because selfish people are never happy people. Mm-hmm. Selfish people are never happy people. We can't, you know, because that we'll always want more and more. It's always better to give than to receive. Mm. Well, you definitely are giving with your book. So yes, and I just I also wanted to talk about that because I I had the pleasure of kind of like researching everything that you're doing with your book and your documentary. And just Isaac is a brand. It's clearly a brand that's helping people um, move past their fear. Um, Tish and I, we've spent this past year like rebranding ourselves, both personally. We're working on, and um, we also have a business together. We're working on branding ourselves as a company. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy feat. You know, we, both of you talked about um, authenticity and and weaving that in with like your purpose. How have you been able to like take Just Isaac, make the documentary, make the book, and like really brand yourself in a way that is authentic to who you are and what you want to give to the and- world? And get that publishing deal because we want to. And your publishing deal. We want to, right? We want to know about that. Yes. We want to know. Okay. So, as far as just Isaac is concerned, um, you know, I when I first was looking for a name, you know, because I was, I'm a recording artist. And, you know, prior to me making the top 40 across the United States and in North America and having an opportunity to, be, to share the stage with some of the most prestigious artists in in the world, I had to have a perception of myself, um, communicate it back to myself that that was that was encouraging. And I know that um, I know what it says in the scriptures that those that humble themselves shall be exalted. And Amen. those that exalted Amen. shall be humble. Yes. Right? So, so so I kind of get choked up thinking about it because at the time I, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm just a voice. I'm just, I'm just, and I was, I was looking for a name because in, in, in boxing, I was called the body snatcher. They called me the body snatcher because, you know, a, a lot of fighters would drop from my body shots, right? I, I would fight and I had power, guns, you know, power in both hands. 
and that was my 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 name but i said when we evolve you know we we have to um reinvent ourselves or, or you mentioned branding well this was not really intentional i just said you know what i'm nobody i'm, I'm just isaac but then when you look up the word just the, the just has a more than one connotation just has more than one definition the word mm -hmm. just so then um you know, I just started calling myself, you know what, I'm just Isaac. This is who I am. This is, you know, and as far as me defining who I am, I was asked this question recently about identity. You know, um, I would I would consider myself, I mean, there's so many different parts of me. I understand that, and I've come to grips with that, and that's, that's okay to be different. We need to understand that it's okay. It's a good thing to be different. You know, um, we're all created with our own unique potential. And um, and because, you know, God has made me somewhat multidimensional, you know, I would classify myself as a multidimensional light bearer because God is light, you know, and, and he, he's, you know, it's not, this life is not about me. I'll be honest, this life is not about me. I have found a purpose that's greater than myself. And that, you know, is to empower and to encourage and, you know, to, um, to serve, you know, to... Um, to go into the places and to remind people that are underdogs, to remind people that are considering, you know, giving up, that you can do it, that you can excel in life, and that your life is valuable. And mm. you know, with with uh, the um, the publishing deal, there's tons of stuff out there right now. You just all you gotta do is Google it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> my my, um, my publishing deal it came. Um, I'm with Balboa Press, and it's a it's a it's a major publishing company, and um, I uh, I just had the opportunity. It just it just came to me. My people knew that I was writing a book. My team knew that I was writing a book, and um, and it just it just came. You know, I I believe that all things, all things are working together for the good. According to its purpose, which is the glory. Amen. 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 So, so the dots connect. The dots connect when we're able to understand that what makes us special is not how much money we make, not how famous we are, not how many people put likes on our social media. That's not what makes us That's not what makes us special. What makes us special is understanding that we are we are objects of divine attention. Each mm. of us. We're objects of divine attention, and that's what makes us special. That you know, and and that there's a place. There's a place that uh, we are we are destined to to enter into, if we are willing to position ourselves and align ourselves. You know, and um, I I just thank God. I, listen, I I can't fake. It's my faith that my faith in God that that is that has kept me. Listen, when I when I had, man, when I had holes in my sneakers, listen, I come from the gutter, okay? I, I had holes in my sneaker, a kid from the project. You know what? It was God that, that, that kept me. And you know what? And it might not be the most popular thing to say, but man, straight up Yeshua HaMashiach, the, the risen Christ, Jesus, is, he lives in my heart, you know? And um, that's my, he's my strength, you know? And I don't need to, to wait till I win an Emmy or an Oscar to to uh to say this i don't have to wait till a crisis to Amen. say this my, my friend you know what i'm saying like 
you know, and it's not about it's not about um, religiosity. It really isn't about the systems that have the progress of humanity. It's about kingdom. It's about you know understanding, you know, love like true love, true love, true love is is acknowledging and accepting of who we are and who others are around us. You know, mm-hmm. but going back to to thinking fearlessly, you know, it's um. We're living in a day and a time where fear is being projected, is being superimposed culturally. If, mm-hmm. if you watch, if we're watching the news, if, if we're hearing word of mouth, all these things that are transpiring in the world, we have to understand that fear is only a thought. Fear mm. is only a thought. But, but, but this might sound kind of um, crazy because we're seeing everything that's transpiring, but but Jer- Jeremiah says his thoughts to us are, are good and not of evil. God's thoughts are, about us are good, not of evil. Thoughts about us to prosper, to keep us in good health. You know. To- yes, where I know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, so um, you know, we say, how come, you know, if all this is happening, how can there be a God? There are people who have asked that question to me. And I say, well, okay, let's let's just take this little illustration. Do you remember when they had the shooting in school and all those people died? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened multiple times. Yeah. Multiple I'll times. Say, yeah, I'll say which which. <laughs> and, and that and that's dark. That's dark and that's hurtful, mm-hmm. and that's that's crazy. That's just ridiculous that we that we've had to come to this point. And you say, well, where's God and all of this? Where's your God and all of this? I said, well, He was in the schools at one time. But you took them out. We, mm. took, we mm. took them out. So the absence, the absence of divine intervention, brings chaos. Mm. You know, it it in His perfect love casts out our fear, man. You know, mm. so that's 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 in it. That's how I feel about the question that you asked. But with search online, it just you know look up, publish it. You know. Look at publishing. <laughs> we have access to everything in the world, you know. Well, you know what? Also, tell tell us a little bit more about your um your documentary called Just Isaac. You know, um, tell us a little bit about that and how that is, um, how that fits into you know your book and all the things that you're doing. Okay, the documentary. Are you talking about the boxing? The boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what ended up happening was um, there was a company that, that approached me, and they did a music video for me. I haven't released a music video yet. Um, it's a love song called "Quiet Tears," and then um, all right. They, okay. They, okay. Quiet tears. Yeah. 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 Multifaceted, multi-hyphenate <laughs> artist. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering releasing that this year, but anyway, this book. Um, sorry, in this um, project, they did they did a, a, a crazy good job on the on the on the vid- music video, and um, basically they they heard about my story and they started asking about the boxing. They went around to all the gyms and making phone calls, and they did their research on me. And they, they looked into um, you know the music and everything that I've been doing throughout life, and they said they want to do a movie about my life. And what ended up happening was they we started the project 
to finish the, to, to this movie about my life. What it didn't tell was doing a documentary. I was never going to box again. But um, mm -hmm. I made a comeback fight and I made and I won my sixth title. Right. You know, and um, after winning the title, the sixth title, you know, they said, let's go forth with the movie. So I ended up flying to, um, to out west and I ended up connecting with some people. And um, to make a long story short, what ended up happening was I've come to grips, the revelation that my life is, is it's not, um, there's more things that I need to do before we do this movie. There's other things that are, that are transpiring that I have to complete before we do this movie of my life. So um, put it, I, I, I put it to a stop. I said, just let's be going, you know, this isn't the season that we're, we, we ought to operate by seasons. We got to know, we got to know, we have to have, we have to have an understanding that everything, everything we do is through seasons. We had to have the perfect timing, you know? So I, I believe that, you know, God's time is the best timing. And I just, you know, um, so the documentary is concerned. The doctor, the documentary was just something that I did uh, prior to ha having this movie. So my, you know, I've considered doing a, an extension of the documentary if I if I get enough people that want to see it, you know, an extension like maybe a part two, you know, of of what's transpiring in the documentary. We, we might we might do it, we might do it. But you know, um, yeah. So I'm just enjoying. I'm enjoying being, the I'm enjoying the excitement of pleasant surprises, and being this uh, enjoy being this multi hyphenate <laughs> artist, <laughs> artist. But it's it's really important. I I do think also, um, you know, in this culture right now where everybody's like, if during the pandemic, if you're not being super creative and you're not doing this and you're doing that, you're not doing that. Because we talked a little bit about that on the podcast with a lot of people who are being creative and who are creating things and doing things. But I just want to say to people out there also, like, just because I've had many of ideas and many of creative things that I want to do. And just because you're not doing it in that season, that doesn't mean that you can't hold it for the right season. Because sometimes when the right season comes, you don't even have to work that hard. Okay. You don't even have to work that hard. It just comes. And your book, I'm saying that because even with your book, you know, the timing that you did it was probably just the right time where you had the right people who could help you out. And it's just going to be like a seamless thing. That's how you know you're in the right season because you can work, work, work on something yeah. and then yeah. wait four or five years, you know, before it actually manifests into something else. And we all want our, create, uh, our creative endeavors to be something that people actually see or they they read or whatever. So I just want to also encourage people out there that if you have a project and it's not picking up and it's not the right season or whatever, like don't get discouraged mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, not every season is the now season. And when right. you're talking about your documentary, you know, I just I just want people to understand that, like you know, be intuitive with your stuff. Like don't just put it out there. Thinking that you just have to do it, just knowing it's the right season. That's right. That's right. And you know, even with the book itself, I'll be honest that um, there was a point when I got halfway through the book, I got scared. I, mm. I, I became afraid. You know, fear fear gripped my heart because, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, do I really want to release this at all? Do I really want to do this at all? Because I, I was, I felt so exposed. 
felt naked. Felt mm-hmm. like, you know, I felt that, that the transparency that, that, you know, my thoughts and my feelings and my experiences that are in the book, I felt like, you know what, do I really want to share this with people? Well, people mm-hmm. might look at me a certain way. I mean, I've been a public figure for, for some time now and, and, and I have a following, but I'm like, then all of a sudden I started thinking, you know what, it's, this life is not about my, me protecting my image. Mm-hmm. It's not about me protecting my image. And if I can be transparent and even feel vulnerable, if that can help someone, then that's what I want to do. I want to help people. Yeah. We have, they know we have people. We have to, we have to. And also too, I have to say that for me, one thing for me, when I know how God is working in my life and everything is predestined and ordained, it all falls into place. When I'm pushing up against like a brick wall and it seems like I'm just working overtime and nothing's working out. Sometimes I do have to like take a step back and go in prayer and say like, God, is this really what you want for me and my life in this season? Because sometimes like when we pray and we're like, let your will be done. It's like, okay, but really I want you to hop on board with me and my plans. (laughs) And God is like, oh no, 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 no. Because also like, and me and my sister talk about this all the time. And my mom, like every time I miss a flight, every time I'm like late for something, my mom always tells me, you never know what God, what God is trying to protect you from. You have no idea. He's like five, like a hundred steps ahead of us. And he's like uh, the master weaver. So he's like, okay, this has to work. So then this will fall into alignment with this. And, um, I was recently speaking with um, a friend of mine about how to hear God, how we hear God's voice because God speaks to us all very differently. Some people have visions and dreams. Some people, um, it's internal intuition, but you have to be careful because the devil can also like talk to you through that too. But um, but just like God will reveal Himself to you in a way in which you can see him and he's always been doing it. It's just when we become aware of it. And for me, God always speaks to me and through in like a, he'll have me on my knees and like where nothing else will pan out. And then all of a sudden he'll like work it out in this grand way, but he knows I have a mouthpiece. So then I go and I tell everybody like Tish knows, I'm like, let me tell you about the goodness of God. And this is this. And God said this and my Lord. And then everybody else is just enamored at what God has done for me. But number one, he does it in a way in which he gets the glory. And so I have to ask myself when things aren't working out or when I'm just putting all of this effort and energy into something, I have to say, okay, God, like, what are you trying to tell me? And then be open to like hearing it as well. Cause sometimes when we pray, 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 it's just us talking, but are you open to like hearing God's voice and being in constant communion? Cause it's not like you're going to pray, you're going to pray and he's just going to answer you right there in that moment. When you open up your heart and you're walking around and you're living your life, he'll, he'll reveal himself through people, places, things, um, you know, his voice or whatever. So, um, I also would like to say that as well, you know, and if and and for those of you who maybe you're spiritual or whatnot, just like pay pay attention, like slow down and pay pay attention because sometimes we're just especially in this industry, you're just operating at such a vast capacity. We just interviewed like Donald Conley on Thursday, and he was like, "If you don't have three things going on in this industry, all at the same thing, then you're not doing." It. <laughs> I know it's in. That's, 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 that's kind of like the trap, though. Also, I feel like and I, I just it, it is very, very hard to 
function, especially when you don't have a team at a high capacity like that. Mm -hmm. But it's constantly demanded of people who are athletes, artists, or who are entrepreneurs. So I, I do agree. You do, you have to be open to what God is saying to you in that season. And that doesn't mean that you can't have ideas, you know, sit on them sometimes. But I, I do I do want to say this. We we have two more questions for you because we're coming to the end of our podcast. And I'm actually going to merge two questions because I really want to ask this for our people for our filmmakers out there, entrepreneurs and artists. Um, what tools and resources do you find very helpful when you're growing your brand? And what advice would you give to filmmakers and entrepreneurs who want to kind of do something similar to what you're doing out there? Okay, so I, I would say just just do do the research. You know, mm -hmm. like as I mentioned earlier, there's everything, we have access to everything that's online. I mean. The, there are keywords that we can use. You can go into, you can you put the word film in, you know, and, and, and there's different um, aspects of film. So I, I think that whatever it is that we desire to do, whatever it is that we want to do, we just have to take the time. You know, time mm -hmm. is an, it's an investment. Time is also a gift, you know, to be able to, to sit down, you know, on your phone, on your laptop, you know, on your desktop, and do the research. You we have to put in the work. You have to do the research. Put in keywords, you know, um, and you know, not instead of just meandering and hoping and wishing that it's going to happen. It it's 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 better to be active. It's better mm -hmm. to to do something, and you will feel you will feel a different frequency. We feel a different frequency because faith without works is dead. When we just no. when we have we have faith. We can have faith. We gotta be, we gotta be active in our faith. We have to be active in what it is that we believe in, and we may not even know where to start. We said earlier, start somewhere. I hope that, I hope that, um, you know, that's an encouragement to someone that's watching. That, you know, do something, you know, mm. and, and that will eventually connect. They will connect, and and I always say that, you know, I I pray, man. I pray, I pray, and I ask God to lead me. I, I try, I try not to, to, to ask God to bless what I'm doing. I to do what God is blessed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. Do it, God. It's blessed. Okay. okay. I love that. <laughs> that's yeah. like, that's that reframing. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's uh it's all about our mindset. And, and having an awareness you know, of, of what it is that we have access to. We have access to so much information. It's, it's unlimited. There's, there's, you know? there's also, and there's also, there has to be some sort of, I mean, being, being some, and I'm just going to say to our brothers out there, brothers, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with being submissive to God. I'm just putting that out there. There's a, there is a, I think, uh, also because of our culture, there is this thing where people don't want to submit um, and submission to God is what what you have to do in order to truly hear what he wants. You have to submit. So mm -hmm. I just want to put it out there to, 
you know. And we're all supposed to submit one into another. That's the thing. People got the system. I just want to put it out there. There's nothing wrong with you exploring what that looks like with between you and God. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't look at what the culture says. I'm just putting this out there to people. Don't look at what the culture says or what their definition of submission is. Truly mm-hmm. seek and ask questions and, you know, you know, have those conversations between you and God and figure that out or what that would be in your relationship with God. Um, and, you know, we want to listen to what other people have to say, but sometimes you just got to seek for yourself so that you can find how you can develop that relationship. So it's nothing wrong with that, brothers, brothers, brothers. I love what you said about relationship because that's what it, that's what it is. It's not, it's not about um, what we do or don't do so much. It is about relationship. Relationship, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when I'm going to make a move, I'm going to tell you, even there's something really huge that's happening right now. I can't really, I can't say it. Uh, I haven't haven't been given the, uh, you know, the uh, the liberty to say it. Um, But there's something that's really incredible that has happened. But if I had not have prayed, if I had not have taken that time to talk to God about it, if I had not have taken that moment to step outside of what I wanted to do, then it wouldn't have happened. And I'm so thankful that you mentioned the word submit. I like the word surrender too. You know, just surrendering, you know, who we are totally for, you know, for um, for the cause of the kingdom. Totally just surrender, you know, and just say, you know what? This is, this is who I am. Come to the acknowledgement that this is who I am. And and we don't get good to get God. I gotta get my stuff straight before. No, that's not how it happens. We don't we don't get good to get God. We and 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 every man falls short of the glory. Everyone. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. We're not fairs because we fail. We only fairs if we excel except failure is final. We press forward mm-hmm. towards the mark and we think fearlessly. There you go. Think fearlessly. So, Bestie, you can ask him this last question. We usually ask everyone. Um, Yeah. So, Just Isaac, um, what ignites your motivation and how do you stay consistent and persistent to follow your dreams? Okay. The very first part of that, sorry, the first part of the question, repeat it again. What ignites your motivation and how do you stay consistent and persistent to follow your dreams? Okay. So, our dream can become our reality when we have the understanding that um, we are created um, for a purpose that is greater than ourselves. It's very simple. It, it goes back. It's like a full circle. And how I stay motivated is, as I said, um, my relationship, my faith with my faith in Christ, my faith in God. Um, how I stay motivated is being involved what it is that I dream about, whatever it is that my dream is, I get involved in it to some capacity. I get involved in it and I try to do something every day to stay active towards my God-given assignment, towards what it is that I'm called to be. And um, yeah, I just, I just believe that in having the perception of life um in a way that is going to propel us 
is going to ignite a fire in us to cause us to make decisions that are good, that are for our good. You know, that's how I would say that in a nutshell. I love okay. it. I love it. That's the question. I hope that answers the question. It's just, yeah. I mean, life is precious. Life is precious, and we just. And uh, I love that. Yeah, and there you go. There you go, people. And it, it's you know, I I would say this has been a very encouraging. We we definitely have like interviews where we always talk about resources and tools, but. I just think the mentality and mindset is a big thing. Make sure you get think fearlessly. Just well, where just can they purchase it at? Just yeah. just, think, think, fearlessly, think fearlessly is on Amazon worldwide, and um, in, a, in about a week's time, it should be in Barnes and Noble and and stores across the country, across the world mm-hmm. actually. So, um, but you can catch it on Amazon. Amazon line, it's all online. Just Isaac, think fearlessly. Just J U S T I S A A C, think fearlessly. And guys, also make sure you follow Just Isaac at Just Isaac J I on Instagram. Make sure you follow the brothers, support him in his endeavors. He has something positive to say. So mm-hmm. we'll that in our world right now, guys. So. Book him for your next speaking engagement because he definitely can motivate the masses and look out for him on your TV screen. I I know you said you were working on a project, so we can't wait to see you on there. Tish is also a line producer. Huh? Shout out to uh, Sasha. Shout out to to Mr. Mayweather. Shout out to Dr. Bible David. Shout out to... um, Man, I got too many in the name right now, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Shout out yeah. to too legit to quit. Shout out hey. to hey. yeah. And I'm telling you, we're doing it because of the people who listen to us. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. And Spotify. I got it every 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 week. I have to do a round clap to Spotify because you keep our analytics going. Y'all, y'all out here on Spotify doing a I, no, 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 you know, no digs against Google Podcasts and Apple, whatever. But the Spotify people, y'all out here. Y'all <laughs> I love you too. Spotify is just lit right now. So. Yes, <laughs> but we love everybody that's watching on all platforms. Yes. But and shout out to you, just Isaac, for coming on the show. We really appreciate you for, you for just me. taking the time. This was a very beautiful, thorough, and encouraging interview. So best of luck to you and all of your endeavors. Yeah. And also, guys, just make sure that you, you know, um, check us every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m., you know, uh, Pacific Time and Central People. You know what it is. So we got. I don't even know why you even say. Because central people be feeling left out, so we just have to. I just have to. This next episode, I'm gonna get the central time, and we just gonna start saying. I know, but I'm just saying, central people out there, y'all always work off the two times anyway, so y'all can figure it out, and we. I'm gonna figure it out. But we want to thank you guys again for tuning in uh, to Too Legit to QT, and we'll see you on the flip side, guys. Thank you. Well, Millie. Thank you. Thank you again, Just Isaac. <laughs>